0: Yeah, I get to use my uh, two and a half years of undergraduate French for today's.
1: <laughs> you get to do it in a in a pretentious line from a Charlie XCX song. I'm sure that yeah. that was why you signed up for your French classes.
0: <laughs> I, I knew that eight years down the road, <laughs> at some point, I was going to need a elementary school understanding of french <laughs> to be able to talk about a song on a podcast all
1: right so <laughs> and, and i'm gonna be honest i feel like a student that didn't do his homework because i had a day to listen to this song Ugh. and i didn't i didn't really listen to it that 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 often um i listened to it a few times and i uh, it, it it's fine. It was fine. I it's just fine for you. Uh, yeah, to me this it, it was a little too bleep bloopy for me musically. You know, it's a lot of bleeps and bloops and that's not too, really my <laughs> style too bleepy
0: and bloopy for you. <laughs> coming with the the hard-hitting this is my awesome analysis of this charlie's <laughs> xcx song is it's a little bleepy and bloopy you might want bleepy. to skip
1: this one it's a little too bleepy and bloopy it's a little bleepy and bloopy
0: I'm coming down off of being drunk. It's, uh, <laughs> this may be a this real lo- This is yeah. This, this is this is gonna this be might, a real wild one. This might be a real low part in the uh, in the desert slap <laughs> catalog. <laughs> All right, but we are we are professionals. Yeah, we're we can gonna do, do it this. anyway. We're
1: gonna talk about it anyway. This is like AP episode thirteen Beach or
0: fourteen. Beach. We can do this. We now have hours. Upon hours of analysis, yes. uh, so we are—I would say—we are definitely on track for that. Uh, uh, oh, who's that shitty author with his ten thousand hours to expert level? <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, we're we're on the we're on the trajectory of the Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, God!
1: So if we do like what our episodes are about, like thirty-five to forty-five minutes, somewhere around there. So if we just so.
0: How ten thousand episodes.
1: How many episodes would we
0: need to do? I probably we we need to do like more the, than ten thousand. Yeah, it'd it to, to be somewhere 10, in like hours. the Yeah, it'd have to be somewhere in like the probably the fourteen thousand range. Yeah. So once we hit the fourteen
1: thousandth episode, we're gonna be experts at this shit. Yeah. First we won't even I, need to listen to the song. We'll just we'll just have a podcast about a song that we've never heard before.
0: Exactly. And we'll be able to just totally go into it and do it. Do you have expert analysis like yep. Axel pros. But I will mm-hmm. say this. I, I want to give an offer to any listener who can actually do the math for us and figure out how many episodes we need to do to become Malcolm Gladwell-level experts. You yeah. get a, a free sticker. <laughs>
1: do we have stickers? I didn't know that we had stickers. We don't, we don't, we don't have stickers, <laughs> but
0: we'll get stickers. We'll get we will, stickers. We will get stickers, and we will send you one. <laughs> Just sli- slide into our DMs. that's yeah that's that's a weird thing to say uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) encouraging people to slide into our dms (laughs) yeah whatever go ahead Uh, we don't care the funniest
1: thing is that either of us can respond to these people because we both have the password to the to the twitter account so yeah exactly i could go in there and just start you know fucking around talking about something
0: that you know just be like, oh, Gabe poops his pants or whatever. <laughs> Which has only happened once, and it was when I had food poisoning in a hostel in Peru. So Wow. Well, still happened. Um, still, it's still not happened. a lie. It's, it's not a lie. That is, uh, yeah, it's, that's not a lie. I, God damn it. Why did I just admit that? <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those
1: episodes where we're not even going to talk about a song, is no, it? It's right just, we're just going to talk about <laughs> fucking nonsense.
0: All right. Okay, so the song we're doing today is Gone by Charlie XCX, former AOL screen name from the (laughs) mid-2000s. This is 100% uh, an AIM name. Yeah, this is, this is an aim name. Well, I mean, I think we we've we've ex- we've gone through all of like the normal names that you can have for a band or an artist, like Triple X Tentacion. Like that is one, you know, totally an aim screen name. Six nine with a six and a nine for the first <laughs> <Yeah>. letters. <laughs> Those are, like aim screen names. Like we are, you know, finally, culture has come all the way around. And the mid-2000s are repeating themselves, but <laughs> in, yeah. like, the And they're not even really AIM
1: screen names. They're, like, the suggestion, like, when you type your name that you want, and it's not available, and then they suggest names to you, right? They're like, oh, Charlie X is not available, but how about Charlie XCX? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly what we got. So,
1: <laughs> so, wait, is XCX, I mean, that's Roman numerals, right? Are we, um...
0: What's a C? Is, is it 50?
1: Uh, a C no, it's 100. Is it's 100. 100, right? Like a century?
0: Oh, so this would be... No, so so XC would be 90, but then the X... But the
1: XCX doesn't make any sense
0: because... So, no, your, your Roman numeral idea has... <laughs>
1: it's, it doesn't work.
0: Unless it's supposed she's to be like, Char- Charlie 100. Like. Charlie, yeah, because it would
1: be X would be <laughs> – XC is 90, and then another X would be 10, so it would be 100. So she really should just be Charlie C.
0: Yeah, Charlie C. <laughs> or is she –
1: is the C, like, straight edge? Remember when you used to do the X oh, on either yeah. side of the name that was – so she's, like, a straight edge person?
0: Yeah, so yeah. Ma- maybe maybe Nailed it's to the X. Charlie – the straight edge C? Is that, like uh... – Yeah, Exactly. That's what, I mean, well, her, her, so, oh, that's actually, that's actually might be accurate because, so her second album is very, like, kind of punk influenced. Okay. And so it's possible that she was a punk kid or a former scene kid who was totally into the straight edge shit, and, shit, this might actually be her AIM screen name.
1: Uh, (laughs) I think it is, yeah.
0: If you go and download AIM now, if that's still even available, and just start messaging the screen name charlie xcx she might respond
1: <laughs> she 100 has her away message on but it's just Fucking youth of today lyrics. <laughs> youth of
0: today. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like Hawthorne Heights lyrics or something. No, it's gotta be like an old straight edge band, right? <laughs> Dude, you have this like infatuation with like <laughs> thinking it's like, oh, people are straight edge, they're gonna be into old straight edge bands. They're gonna it's
1: be like... into Judge. They're gonna be into Minor Threat. They're gonna be into Youth of Today. <laughs> they probably had an Earth Crisis phase. <laughs> <laughs> they totally. I mean, like, how many. So, <laughs> so right. really like, 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 Hawthorne Heights is like a straight edge band? Is that like no, a. No, they're real not thing? a straight
0: edge. They're not a straight they're edge band. There's just a band that, that people they're, who
1: claim straight edge listen to.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, people that were straight edge in the mid 2000s were into Hawthorne Heights. Not because they were a straight edge band, but because they were just into that fucking type of music and happen to be straight edge I mean it's just like you know so I, every time I go to like emo night uh, with like live bands or whatever I shout out Rites of Spring and stuff like that mostly right, and it's like,
1: fuck, fuck you no one likes that shit yeah,
0: mostly because it's funny to me although the last time I did that the bass player turned around and was like yeah dude
1: hell <laughs> like, yeah bro he was super
0: pumped about it <laughs>
1: He he got duped into emo night the same way you did probably. He was like, yeah. "Oh, I thought this was gonna be you know we were gonna play fucking ebullition records shit. We're gonna play still life and shit like that." And no, we're yeah, not no. We're gonna play Thursday or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, Thursday and Alkaline Trio. More <laughs> more vague metaphors about animal abuse.
1: I'll tell you who the most fucking straight edge band of all time is though. Is let's uh, hear fucking it, Aquabats they were because all of the mormon kids liked that band and they they all pretended to be straight edge because that was a way to you know maintain their faith but make it seem plausibly cool
0: yeah that they they love that band i i it's not you know if you are religiously straight edge that doesn't count like (laughs) like i mean
1: i think that straight edge is its own religion in some ways
0: sure i i i might be willing to you know secede that point
1: what about christian hardcore bands what about like do you remember those no. can, like overcome was a big christian hardcore band yeah
0: no i i so my answer to what about christian <laughs> hardcore bands is no <laughs> Like I, like i remember them but the answer is no Well, because even like MXPX was like a weird. Tough luck, my friend. But the answer is still no. (laughs) Tough luck, my friend. The answer is still no.
1: (laughs) Sorry, what were you saying about MXPX?
0: No, I just remember like uh, when I was a kid growing up, I we didn't have cable, and there was like this weird Christian. I mean, it wasn't weird; it was just normal, normal Christian television channel that on Sunday nights would play music videos but they would only play, like, Christian hardcore and Christian punk bands. It was, like, the
1: Tooth and Nail Records catalog. Yeah, it's like, the Tooth
0: and Nail uh, Records. And I remember, like, MXPX would come up, and I was like, yeah, I guess they're, like, kind of wholesome punk band, but, like... And the Aquabats would also get played, which is, I mean, kind of weird, because I think a lot of Christians don't acknowledge Mormons as being actual Christians for whatever bullshit liturgical (laughs) reasons right for their own (laughs) wildly
1: insane liturgical disputes but
0: i mean for for like such for the world's functionally dominant religion they are really into gatekeeping yeah like um but yeah no like but mxpx would get played on there all the time and it was like the first time i had Like, really, like, I was starting to get into punk rock, and so MXPX was like one of my first bands that I got into. And then I think, like, six months later, Napster came out, and I found out there was way fucking better punk bands than (laughs) MXPX. (laughs) Even like contemporary with them, there were way better bands.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like there was better stuff being played on just like the radio at that time, right? Like, wasn't like Rancid being played on the radio?
0: Yeah, I think Rancid was getting played on the radio, but even then, like, I, I think. You would get rancid occasionally, but then, uh, at this time, I was living in Arizona, and so you had Sunday night, they would have the ska punk show. Ska punk, yeah, ska punk. Yeah, <laughs> which I think they still do. Yeah, I feel, they probably do.
1: That's uh, sad. Which is,
0: that is, you know, time, and I feel like the dude who runs it, you know, I have no idea who he is, but if it's the same Cra- guy. Craven Moorhead,
1: I know exactly who he is. Craven oh, Moorhead God. is his, uh, is a terrible, yeah, that's a, like, hilarious Craven name, right? But he's a, he's a weirdo. That's like a. Throwing that's that like, out there right now. Yeah, Come that's at me, like Craven. Come, Craven. Come at me with your fucking corduroy jean shorts and your wallet chain. I'm ready for it.
0: <laughs> I love how we're picking a fight with a like Arizona disc jockey, like wannabe Howard Stern disc jockey.
1: He was like a Shock Rock guy that, but without the shock or the rock.
0: Yeah, I'm sure Craven Moorhead was shocking when he picked it in the 1960s, but like. Yeah. Or like whatever. I don't know like, how old this dude is, but <laughs> God yeah. damn. And I guarantee you, he wasn't the only Craven Moorhead in the country. <laughs>
1: like... No, I feel like that's a porn star name, right? Like that's gotta be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like Craven, Craven, Moorhead sluts one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you can find that at Fascinations, another Arizona thing. Yeah, that. I remember Fascinations. So this is this this episode is quickly devolving into us just talking <laughs> just, about weird Arizona trivia. Weird, yeah, Arizona nonsense.
1: <laughs> well, the funny thing about Fascinations was how angry the community got when Fascinations like moved in, and they were like all these like angry community meetings where people would be like but it's like within three miles of a school and it's like yeah because fucking everything is within three miles of a school there's so many goddamn schools like
0: yeah it's, it but wasn't it's like,
1: actually close to any schools no you yeah. remember where the fascinations was it was down on uh i was like on what, elliot, elliot? Yeah. Oh, yeah down on elliot east of kyrene or west of kyrene
0: well, I remember a uh, friend of the pod, Jeff Flynn, and I lived across the street from a Fascinations or something like that. Uh, oh. Uh, one that was, like, across the street from Ted's Hot Dogs. Um, I don't know where that is. That was on, like, McClintock and Broadway or something like that. Back when he, he was living in that oh, condo. Oh, yeah. I, I,
1: yeah. I remember that condo. I remember yeah, that condo. I don't remember like a, Ted's Hot Dogs or the Fascinations.
0: Uh, it may not have been a fascinations it may i don't know it may have been like uh one other like, like a
1: fredericks of hollywood or something
0: yeah like one of those like upscale uh sex toy shops um
1: well was fascinations it was upscale but it was like had actual porn Right. I think like, yeah, Friedrichs
0: of Hollywood just
1: has like lingerie and like some maybe some toys or something like that.
0: But. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think because uh, I, I well, where I grew up way out in the county, we had Castle and Castle was like an adult video and like sex toy place that as soon as you turned 18, you had to go there because like, oh, man, let's go to fucking Castle because we can now. That and was a just,
1: of, did you do that when you turned eighteen? You
0: went to Castle? I sure I sure did, and I bought like I bought a like Hustler magazine pack or something <laughs> like that. Wow. And, like, and then that was like before, you know, that was still in the day of like when internet wasn't very fast, and so if you wanted to look at porn, like it wasn't easy to do.
1: You're like I could either I could either just like open this
0: magazine or I can wait five minutes for this grainy picture to download. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I did I did my rite of passage when I was 18 of, of going to, to Castle Megastore. That's what it was called. And they all had, like, a cheesy facade of, like, a castle on the front of them, but they were always in, like, the shadiest parts of town, which, I, you know, I guess is actually true for, like, most, Wait, like... you're telling
1: me that there was a porn shop in one of the shady <laughs> parts of town that was also... Uh, had a tacky design? <laughs> this is... News. This is
0: news. <laughs> God. Now <Man, laughs> we've gone far, fucking afield today.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do You want to talk about this song, or do you want to just keep talking about Arizona trivia?
0: I think. So was, uh, I kind of a little bit of both, but we'll see what yeah. we let's we'll see what we can work in Arizona trivia wise. Um. So Charlie XCX and Christine and the Queens. Christine and the Queens is a uh. So well. So Charlie XCX, she's English. Uh, and Christine and the Queens, she's a, she's a French French pop star. So, so we have her a...
1: name is – it's one person, and her name is Christine and the Queens?
0: Yes. Well, That's I think like, her, her actual name is like Hell Noir or something like that or whatever. Some... Hell,
1: hell, hell in the Cell?
0: <laughs> hell in the Cell, yeah. Her name is Hell in the Cell. <laughs> um, she was birthed on a WWE, <laughs> WWE uh, pay-per-view episode. <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. That's what I love right. to hear. So why is her so her name is Christine and the
1: Queens. hmm And this is is this a person that, that I should know about apart from being no, in this, this song?
0: Is, I this no, is not okay. some this is not somebody you should know about apart from this song. Um even like so when I when I was, as I mentioned, this is calling back goddamn it like fifteen minutes ago, when I was talking about taking French in, in undergrad, I our I had a number of TAs who had us like get into and listen to like French pop stars or French pop songs, and uh-huh. this was not even one of those. So she may not have also not been around, you know, seven eight years ago. But uh, she was sense. not not one of the pop stars that I got into at the time. Um,
1: who did you get? You got into a bunch of French pop stars.
0: Yeah. So the biggest <laughs> yeah, one. <you> w- did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of
1: course you did. <laughs>
0: dude i get into i get into everything like what don't i fucking get into (laughs) like um not trouble tell you that (laughs) much. my my life is a series of six month uh, adventures into different genres of music and moods of being alive right um then you promptly turn on
1: your heel and never think or talk about that thing again
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. you know, I, I like to I like to adventure and wander into places. I mean, because like, let's be honest, like I was I was born too late to explore the world and subjugate people to colonialism, and right. too soon to die in a war between Mars and and Earth. So that's true. You know, my only way to, is to move through and mentally colonize different genres of music. All right, let's go for it. Let's go French for it. French pop.
1: This is vaguely French, though.
0: Well, this is this is English and French. This is this is Euro pop. Is Euro I'm pop. gonna go with it. Yeah, it's, not real co- bleepy and bloopy. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, real bleepy and bloopy. I don't know the extent to which that Euro pop is bleepy and bloopy, but uh, well, this it, song
1: is. It's, and whatever. I, I, and, whatever
0: I, and I can't actually I can't is. actually argue with bleepy and bloopy because I'm like I don't have a better way to describe this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, something got that. Bloopy. Okay, it's it definitely got like that square wave synthesizer, like that really harsh synthesizer uh, in the back, in the in the underlying music. Yeah, which I'm actually a big fan of. I like that sound a whole lot, but apparently it's a little too bleepy bloopy for you. It's the,
1: the, just in this song, it just it's a little a little much.
0: You know, little much. All Tone right, it all right.
1: down with the bleeps and the bloops
0: tone it down with the bleeps and the bloops <laughs> but it's
1: my advice
0: for this song <laughs> i have to go i'm so sorry but it feels so cold in here i am just now realizing they don't care i try real hard but i'm caught up by my insecurities pour me one more watch the ice melt in my fist What is the, what is the,
1: pour me one more and what, so is she getting a drink and then taking the ice cube out of the drink with her hand and then just watching the ice cube melt in her fist?
0: I think it's either that or, have you ever sat at a bar at, uh, and with your drink that you've either finished or whatever and, like, you're just, like, spinning the glass around as, like, the ice melts? I see. So it's like, pour me
1: one more, watch the ice melt in, in the glass, which yeah. is itself in my fist. Yeah,
0: in my fist. Um,
1: I I think of her as just like holding this. It's just melting in her fist. This and she's slowly just... closing. The water's draining around. Everybody just... is looking at her like, what is she
0: doing? It's like this is this is the heart of her vanquished enemy, and she's just crushing. yeah yeah. She's like 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 Temple of Doom style, just like holding <laughs> it up. Like. Um. Well, so again, I get the reason. Uh, like, I like this. I I do like this song. Is that it's this kind of you were getting this little foreshadowing, this these little snippets of that she's got some insecurities. I think this is more overt in how she's talking about it. Like she's not very subtle. Like there's much more subtle right. ways you can say that she's got insecurities, but she's she's saying that she's like, I'm caught up in my insecurities despite the fact that she's trying real hard. Um, but
1: I feel like this is sort of the definition of telling instead of showing, right? Yeah. She's, she, what, she's trying real hard. Well, what the fuck is she trying real hard to do? Who is mm-hmm. the they that doesn't care? Where is the here that it's so cold in? Like, what is exactly. any, like, you know, what is happening
0: right now? Exactly. I mean, this is, this is again, we're telling, not showing here. And yeah. so now we get into the, the pre-chorus. I feel so unstable, fucking hate these people. How they're making me feel lately they're making me weird baby lately <laughs> again fine. yeah i rhyming lately, reading with lately is so
1: weird it um, me weird baby lately
0: yeah <laughs> it's like making me weird baby it's like all right this is it's like you know i listened to the song a number of times I was like okay this song is good and i read the lyrics and i was like uh, god damn it <laughs> Yeah, Again, this is the, the
1: lyrics are weird.
0: The danger of like really diving into any song that you like is that you're gonna convince yourself that you hate it, <laughs> or it's nowhere yeah. near as good as you think it is. But I feel so unstable. Fucking hate these people. How they're making me loathe. They're making me loathe. Yeah. I'm like making, making me, me loathe, loathe. Making you loathe. What exactly? Yeah, just
1: loathe existence. I think is the. Is it making loathe
0: existence? Okay. That, I mean, that's. I think that's the. That's the. The. You know, so I think that you have the situation or that the what you're describing or what she's describing here is you have some group of people that you're hanging out with or spending time with who are bringing you down or making you loathe existence.
1: Yeah, I I took it, at least for this verse, as like being in an institution that you don't get along with the people, right? Like, but you're being forced. So either it's like through work or it's mm-hmm. through... Like, you know, like, I don't know, grad school might be like this, where you're sort of forced to interact with the same people over and over again, but not through any voluntary effort on anybody's part. It's all just a matter of circumstances. And so it's like, God, I fucking hate these people. Yeah, They're making me loathe, just loathe life, right? Like, just loathe everything.
0: And you are 100% correct. Grad school is very much like this. Yeah, and law school was like that, so it makes Uh, sense. Well, because you're just surrounded by, like, well-actually people. (laughs) right and it's you're you're surrounded by neil degrasse tyson's is basically what happens Mm. is they're like too bad you know somebody says something well actually it's frozen puts out a fucking poster and he's like well actually snowflakes have six points yeah And and then and not
1: just that but also saying something to the effect of it's not too late to correct it And it's like, well, first of all, go fuck yourself. No one gives a shit about you. But then second, this was like some sort of like uh, Scandinavian iconography, right? Like it's supposed to be like a compass or something that like actually had meaning. And Neil deGrasse Tyson was both too stupid to know it and too (laughs) confident in his stupidity
0: to question it. Exactly. And it's, oh God, it's just the, it's the worst. It's, It's this kind of thing of like, I've sat there and sometimes I'm like listening to the radio and they have a scientist on and they're like, and they go into their, well, actually spiel about something. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, nerd. Yeah, like that's, that's, nerd. that's it's like, you know, sometimes you don't need to be so incredibly like attached to the specific correct details of something to get the point across. And it's just, it, it's, it's grading. It's like just let, you know the understanding that this person has is good enough. It's maybe not one hundred percent correct, but your well actualing them is not gonna fix it, and it's not gonna make they're not gonna fucking remember it in ten minutes. Right, they're just gonna remember you're a dick. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. They're they're not they're, well. They probably didn't care in the first place, and now yeah. all you're doing is letting them know that you're a fucking pedantic asshole.
0: Exactly. All right, back to this song. <laughs> Um, so now we now we're at the chorus. Why do we keep when the water runs? Why do we love when we're so mistaken? Why do we leave when the chase is done? And I think this is the the these questions these questions are Yeah, you know, they're interesting in that we're getting at these internal existential crises that maybe that's what the song is is driving at. Is that there you're having some some sort of internal crisis of like why why do you keep doing something and i and i'm th- assuming the water runs is a metaphor for crying it's like oh, why i was do thinking you... it was a
1: metaphor for when she had the piece of ice in her hand it was just <laughs> it's just running down her wrist
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <it's> certain... <laughs> let's go with that fuck it i like that better <laughs> So why does she keep pulling out the hearts of her enemies?
1: Yeah, like like why? Like why? Why does this keep happening to me? And it's like because you keep (laughs) doing it to yourself.
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, but yeah, the whole like why do you open up and love somebody if it's constantly a mistake? But here's what's weird about this. Here's what's weird about this question: is
1: this question is a good question, but seems not at all the type of question that this song should be asking. Right. This song I thought was about hating people and having them bring you down and the way that sometimes the interconnectedness of your life with other people's lives is a dangerous or toxic mm-hmm. uh element right uh like dynamic but yep. here it's like why do we love so what is this? is this like an orgy or something like why does she love <laughs> all these people what the fuck is she talking about here no it, it's just I, like I... she was talking about these people and then she just weirdly pivots to a song about like her bad love
0: yeah It doesn't entirely make a whole lot of sense of what's going on here. Like, the the chorus versus the pre-chorus. And then, you know, maybe if the pre-chorus was gone, this would make more sense in terms of what, like, the verse and the chorus maybe go together. But the pre-chorus is weird and makes no sense. Um, But don't search me in here. I'm already gone, baby. Why do we keep when the water runs? Why do we love... And so, yeah, these questions don't really match up with what's being set up by the pre-chorus. By the fact that it's called the pre-chorus, it should theoretically set right. up the chorus. <laughs> it's
1: not <laughs> it's, at all.
0: It doesn't. It, in fact, it takes us totally away from the verse. So It's either the verse has nothing to do with the chorus or the pre-chorus has nothing to do with the chorus. And Yeah, makes... the pre-chorus is bridging two concepts that don't go together and the pre-chorus
1: doesn't go with either of them.
0: Exactly. It's
1: it's really weird.
0: Yeah. And then, so now we get into the, I believe this is the, the Christine and the Queens verse. And this is something that I always, there is always this danger of features in songs. When you have somebody on that, then what they say makes no sense. With the rest in the context of, the song. of the song, yeah, in the yeah. context of the song. Like this tends to happen when like pop stars try to exploit hip hop, uh, people right. who are like currently big in hip hop, to be on the verse. And then like the they manage to incorporate like a couple of line, like they can inco- incorporate the titular line, right, yeah. of the song uh, into their verse, but the rest of it just makes no fucking sense. <laughs> about like you, know, you have like a love song. And then, you know, Ashanti has some sort of love song. And then Ja Rule comes in and drops some like some 12 bars of shit that makes no fucking sense. Right. And then
1: at the end is like mesmerize because that's like part of the
0: song. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, all right, dude. Like, yeah, it's some sort of like tender love song. And then Ja Rule comes in and just talks about beating the pussy up. (laughs) Right. It's just like, what? (laughs) Wow. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's like, so right, but dude.
1: here luckily like maybe you know nicely there's nothing to worry about
0: with the yeah. guest
1: feature because n- it's not gonna none not make this... sense because none
0: of it makes sense yeah none of it makes. yeah there's no there's no danger that any of this will ever start making sense uh spoiler alert none of this will. <laughs> <laughs> it won't it won't <laughs> so i will lay down but they're staring their eyes like two shining stones I feel like I should say something about that, but I'm, I'm going to yeah, let it be. Yeah,
1: let's just let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> they're, they're staring. They're as like two shining stones. Where will you lay down? When, who's the they? Where are you laying down? Who gives a shit that you're laying down?
0: Like, what, yeah.
1: what are we doing here, folks? What are we doing? It's,
0: it's like, I'm, I'm going to lay my life on the line or something. Or just, she's tired, but there's people watching her, and she doesn't want to go to sleep. I see myself, and I look scared and confused. I look fucking scared and confused too because I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> in this song. Wait, did they just talk? So, is, wait—is this like there? She's in a room, and there's something staring at her. And they apparently just said, "Is this a horror <laughs> film?" Like, is this? yeah, I think so. It's like, did that coat just say something? <laughs> Why is it so loud? Oh, it's so loud. Do they wish to run to me? Am I smoke? Am I the sun? Who decides? Who decides really? <laughs> you know, who decides what is one thing and
1: what is another thing? Oh my god. Uh, this this feels like a very anti-materialist message, right? The idea of am I am I smoke? Am I the sun? Who decides? Like there's some decider that determines what various things are. That there's some yeah. there's some intelligent agent beyond the material plane that determines material existence but that's not how it works
0: which seems real weird because she's french and you know the french are big on the whole reason and executing executing monarchs
1: that's true i think she's a conscient
0: though you think so i don't yeah, know what the fuck that is
1: <laughs> someone <laughs> that, that is into Immanuel Kant.
0: Uh, oh oh <laughs> oh i thought you said like conscient what i was like is that conscience? She's conscientious. She's conscientious. <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> okay, so she's Kantian. Okay. Yeah, there she's we go. Kantian. Yeah, so we're back into the pre chorus. That's, I guess, now, at the very least, this verse into the pre chorus and then the following chorus all makes no fucking sense and all nope. makes no sense together. But like, then
1: they make no sense in French.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> Nemeshepa ne Pula. Baby. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> to me, I don't know why je ne suis plus Pula <laughs> baby. baby. It's
1: like, like hosta la vista, baby, right? It's it's <laughs> taking the word baby and putting it on a foreign language <laughs> just makes it sound so much cooler. <laughs> it just doesn't make Oh my
0: god, this song. And then, so and side then...
1: note, side note about Hasta La Vista Baby. Um, one time it. I was in a Spanish class and they had Terminator 2, like the Spanish dub. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh <laughs> fuck, like, what, what do they do about Hasta La Vista Baby, right? Because it's an iconic famous line, but they can't just dub it. Hasta la vista, bambino, right? Like I can't say that. <laughs> that would actually be amazing. <laughs> so what they do is they say "Sayonara, bambino." That Sayonara, is the, they, yeah, bambino. Yeah, they, they throw it into Japanese, but then use "baby" in the in in Spanish.
0: So, That's fun. kind of amazing,
1: right? Fun little fun little Terminator <laughs> Two fact.
0: <laughs> if we ever decide to start Twitch streaming, we should just exclusively stream spanish dubs of movies that would have i'd be so into that (laughs) that's all we're gonna do our weird twitch project (laughs) oh god and then okay so don't search me
1: well well don't search me in here i'm already gone baby right we haven't talked about this weird thing that happens what the fuck who who are we talking
0: about? Who's searching this person? Yeah, who's looking for you, who's searching for you? Like, so I mean, you're you're right. this, this is a horror story. Yeah, this is a, so I mean, like if you take in so but this is one of the weird the the shitty things about this song, and this is what pop music tends to do is that individual lines out of context seem to give you some sort of meaning of sincerity, of our, our authenticity that that you don't get once you piece together the entire fucking lyric or the entire the entire verse right exactly like don't uh uh what is it uh don't search me in here i'm already gone baby or don't search for me in here i'm already gone it's like so out of context these little clips of i try real hard but i'm caught up in my insecurities or i am just now realizing they don't care don't search for me i'm already gone like you take like random little pairings of lines you might be fooled into thinking this song has some deeper meaning
1: right but it but it it doesn't doesn't no not at all so and then it as as if it's like ability to to sap its own meaning isn't evident enough it then switches into another language just to confuse and and to be artsy right like that's the whole point it's like let's be french because that's like a fucking artsy thing to do and you'll just sing in french
0: yeah exactly it's 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 like i don't understand that happening other than the fact that christine and the queens she is french but like have your entire fucking verse in french why not that'd be fine Fuck it. Why do one line? Like, what's the point of doing one line in in French? I mean, like, there's absolutely beautiful, beautiful French pop stars. And that they'll go back and forth between. I mean, I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of pop will do this since, like, English is the dominant language for a lot of monetized culture. You'll have, like, the, the chorus will be in English but right. maybe the verses are in French or the verses are in Korean for K-pop or whatever. And then you'll have some like English chorus, but I mean, you have like, there's this, there's this, uh, Quebecois. de Pirate, but she like, she's got a lot of absolutely beautiful songs and the entire things in French and they have interesting and intricate and deep meanings. And you don't like, just do that. Just you're, you're a French pop artist. Give me a fucking French verse, not just pepper in like random little, you know, translations of your art, your lyrics, to make it seem deeper and more interesting. Right. Ah, yeah, then, agree. then we keep, we keep, 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 keep the water or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: like just, why do we keep keep when the water keep, runs?
0: Why do we love if we're so mistake? I mean, like these are interesting questions. You could actually. Keep, keep, keep. You could actually ask that question as as a entire song, um, right? I feel like
1: every line of this song could be its own song, but none of them, you can't just have them all in one song.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, which is which is really um, unfortunate because I I I was into this song, and this is the danger of this podcast: is <laughs> I go into a song that I'm into. And then we talk about it, and then I have to think about it, and I'm like, God damn it, this song fucking blows. Well, at least the lyrics do. I think I think the music right. underneath it uh, is fucking awesome. But Darren, I think I know the yep. answer to this. But yep. Darren, yep, does K- "Gone" by Charlie XKC XKC <laughs> 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 X Ex- Charlie? <laughs> I'm a professional. Charlie XKC. <laughs> Charlie yeah. XKC. And Christine and the Queens. Does it slap? All right, so it it bleeps. It bloops.
1: (laughs) But it does not
0: slap. Yeah, it it does not slap. It is... (laughs) (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do. Next time on Does It Slap? Idols. Never fight a man with a perm. You can find Does It Slap on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, shit, just about everywhere. Did you like what you just heard? Well, share it with someone, just one other person who might also like this episode. Word of mouth is still the best way for us to bring leftist music commentary and criticism to as many people as we possibly can. We'll even consider it your praxis for the day. Follow us on Twitter at Does It Slap Pod. Our theme music is provided by the patron saints of slap new junk city. Find a link to their band camp down in the episode description. Our cover art is done by Jeremy Hammond. Find him on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Boom. And we're out.